Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And together, we're Entreprequeers. Entreprequeers. A podcast about two gay idiots owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end-stage capitalism. Welcome heidi, back, heidi, everybody. Heidi, heidi, hi. Hody, hody, hody. Hello, hello. Season eight. And Jesus Christ. Two. Yep officially end of year two going into year three no yeah really we're going oh. into we've just celebrated our second anniversary so we're starting our third year oh. together you know what? it's kind of like birthdays um yeah 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 <laughs> time is made up it doesn't matter because <laughs> uh, it's it like you have like zero to one so you're really like a year older and then if you really want to get technical like you have like that nine months of bacon baking in in vitro so you're really almost like two years older which i think kind of makes sense i i feel much older than my age but i don't know i <laughs> my kindred spirits are like retired se- retired bitchy theater 70 year old women yes yeah who have who have yeah. grown children not not any of the ladies young ones who, they're neurotic yeah the ladies yeah. who lunch energy <laughs> That's what that entire song's about. Yeah. Um, well, shit. So we're going into our third year. Oh man, when you mm-hmm. say it like that. Okay. Ugh. I'm just. I'm not very good at numbers, but that's not why you listen to the podcast. Um, you no, probably listen to the, the podcast listeners... to feel smarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there have been a few times where Anna has referred to me as her smartest friend, and I've gone, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I went to the amusement park yesterday, and the amount of times we all got lost, I was like, oh boy, we're all fucking airheads here. It was a group of three Cute. of us. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, the last time the listeners heard us, we were at an amusement park. Our epic that's true. season finale. Yeah. Um, so update on that. I think I brought back a ghost. Um, because uh-huh. <laughs> turns out we were like going hee hee ha ha at all the haunted mansion stuff. But then I got home and was traveling and like weird ghost shit was happening. And then apparently it's a very popular place to spread ashes. I didn't yeah. know that. Why Knew would that. I have known that? You get, yeah. but they'll kick you out if they catch you doing it. It's very is it messy. a permanent? Is it a permanent ban? I think so. Or? I think so. I think they. I, I think it's gotten so out of hand that they're like, absolutely not. I'd do it well, for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll, I'm I was just take smiling. You, I'm taking you straight into the 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 cheeky room. Yeah, just hide my urn. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Put, it, make put it, me in like we'll a make it, We'll make it look like one of the like one of the flowers it'll fit right in Mm, yeah um so since then florida disney world uh i'm i settled in in denver colorado i have been here after a few different stops in between you know yeah yeah i yeah i filmed some for a documentary about a drag queen in alabama they were like trying to like get rid of public drag but that didn't pass 
and then yeah i think i came here right after that so um it's been rainy it's been really nice i've been here for like a a, a god two months at this point anyway super super good at math here um nobody asked so whatever that's where i'm at and it's all right what about how how has your break been kayleen um pretty busy i mean i've been wrapping up I, I, I wrapped up spring wedding season at the very beginning of this month and then had, like, maybe a week of downtime before I started prepping for the fall um, and going into pre-production for a lot of my fall weddings. So, uh, and also I've been working on some freelance projects. So, just a lot. I think I'm going to do another, yeah, new candle batch is coming first week of July. It's been busy. It's been... Um, it's been it hasn't really slowed down it's just sped up in different ways i'm going to malibu next week or no this week in two days when the podcast comes out i'll be in malibu so there you go you're very good at math also um yeah well, i'm good at times it's gonna be we it, have, here's the math for you it's gonna be 30 degrees colder in malibu than it is here very yeah, because about. you have like these like heat advisories like that are like yeah. if you go outside you're gonna turn into a pancake. Excessive heat wave in New Orleans yeah. right now. Feels God like bless. temperatures that feel like 115 degrees with about 80 percent humidity. Has it been raining at all, or is that why it's so hot? Not really. It hasn't it's been. been it's been looking and feeling like it's going to rain, and then the rain never happens. Edging rain. Hate it when yeah. that happens. Um, well, we have some news for you. And if you follow us on Instagram, either of our personal accounts, or I think that's the only, or TikTok for me, I think that's the only place we've talked about it. We haven't done a newsletter, but um, we are going to be doing a retreat this fall. So we, um, it's going to be the Apocalypse Magic Retreat. Feel free to check out those episodes to kind of see <laughs> what you're getting yourself into. But we have had a phenomenal amount of interest, and we are locking down some dates, and we're gonna f- we're gonna do it. We're gonna full send it, and it's gonna be in New Orleans. Um, the three dates. We have our September, October, November uh, between a Thursday and a Sunday. Uh, we are going to be doing a pre-sale before we um, release like all of the details. And also something kind of fun. I think we're going to do some of the retreat planning on the podcast because I'm sure some of the entrepreneur queers would be interested to see what the behind the scenes looks like. Like our podcast that do like the behind the scenes kind of stuff do really well and Kayleen is an event planner so she knows a lot of like the logistics stuff I also have like a production and programming background so um we'll see there's a lot of interest and we have been channeling and kind of getting this message if you will that like the people need to come together yeah person to person yeah community mindedness and i kind of think we tried to make we talked about it i think last episode like we tried to make this episode where we're talking about all of this like mystic stuff and da 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 and like literally three times and it didn't work so i think it's just kind of like fuck it like we'll kind of do this ritualistic kind of thing in person um yeah in a more like closed container yeah yeah with people who are who are invested in it so um Mm -hmm. which is really exciting so yeah. yeah, more info on that to come as we figure it out ourselves. But um, 
I think we did one round of polling on date options. We'll probably throw it up again just because it's only we do. We've been doing it through Instagram stories and those are only up for 24 hours and mm-hmm. we want to get as much uh, data as possible since at this point, like a good amount of people. Yeah, uh, well, like over about 40 four or five, about four or five times the amount of people that we intend to attend the retreat have expressed interest. So we mm-hmm. would like to make sure that everybody's opinions are heard. Yeah, um, yeah. Accommodating as many as people as possible. I've been getting some really so, interesting DMs and like excitement for like different workshop ideas, which I, I'm all for. I'm really excited about that. Um, definitely like the community planning aspect of it, um, because yeah, why not throw your throw your idea in the hat? Um, so super excited. It's it seems kind of surreal um, if you would have like told me that like we would have this many people interested in a retreat from a podcast <laughs> that we started in your kitchen <laughs> during lockdown. I would be like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, but, that we like that we practice like very light lift approach to in general. So, yeah. Like so thank you, everybody, for you know, listening and your support. Yeah. And thank you for everybody coming to the retreat, because I think this is going to add just another layer of another very necessary layer of community and in-person mysticism, bonding and just fucking vibes um and also just like new i'm really excited to throw it in new orleans too because it's always such she is such a main character um i feel like she's kind of like uh new york city where like if you ever like she's taking up half of the energy always (laughs) um so that kind of like takes the load off uh because uh new orleans will teach you what you what 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 whatever you know whether it's really mystical um and and whimsical or you get hit in the face. Um, but here at Entrepreneurs, we're into that. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about the Schumann resonance. Have, resonance have you've you've heard about that, right? A little bit. Like what it is? It's like so a, basically, it's a frequency that we operate on as a planet. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. the electromagnetic field of the Earth. And Does it have to do with so, the poles? Does it have to do with the north and south pole? I think so, because it's, like, like electromagnetic, every... you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm not, like, super, super sure what it is. There's, I think, a lot of, like, conspiracy around it as well. Um, but usually it, like, tracks the solar flares, and it can see, like, the vibration that the Earth is vibrating at. And, like, it's said to, like, affect people um and some people like track it every day and make reports on it of like where the resonance is so i think it was like a day or two ago so june 18th so usually it's like a graph and it like it's like a bell curve it'll like spike and go down um it completely changed and it just looks like sacred geometry now like Whoa. there's like pyramids and uh, like Merkabas and electromagnetic fields. Like it is not just like a graph anymore. And it, it stayed the same. Yeah. Who did this? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's like the question because it's just like, it looks super fucking alien to me. Where were you on um, June 18th? Father's day. <laughs> um, no, there's, there's like a bunch of these like 
conspiracies that it's like the electromagnetic uh, conductor thing. Like they have one that you do you hear about that? Um, I don't even know what it's called, but basically they did like a, a mini quantum travel through it. Remember that? The I don't know. Anyway, Jesus, um, we're getting a little bit too too sci- uh, a little too uh, STEM for me. Yeah. Well, you. Could. I'm not a woman in STEM. Okay. I'm a woman of the arts. <laughs> I'm a woman of the arts. Um, Humanities, anyway. please. Um. So that's been very interesting, and I'm just kind of looking at it, and I feel like. The, the main dish for today's episode um, is going to be very anecdotal. And if you actually know, well, you know what? There's Google. You can Google other things. And maybe this podcast can give you some questions to research deeper on. Because no, I, think uh, this, I think this main dish is going to hit with people. I think this is a timely discussion. I know yes. it's something that you're, that's very personal to you right now. But I think a lot of people are going to be interested. I think this is something that's brewing. It's going to boil yeah. over pretty soon yeah or i might get canceled well stay tuned to find I out i don't think so. oh you don't know what i'm gonna say you don't okay. know what i'm gonna say kayleen all right well <laughs> we'll check in with me um at the end of the app as to whether or not i believe anna is canceled oh you're coming down with me bitch <laughs> <laughs> i know if i didn't um, get canceled over my divisive opinions about ai then i think you'll be fine yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so let's go into tarot time and we're using our fate. Well, my favorite deck. Yeah. My it's favorite my deck. My favorite deck. It's Is it? Definitely my, it's definitely your favorite of my decks. <laughs> yeah. I, I really no, want to get that deck. one of mine i it's hard for me to pick favorites i've got a, i've got i got a lot of decks for different purposes um and i this is the deck when you just like i feel like you don't want to sugarcoat because i feel like some decks will like be an asshole for no reason and then this one is just pretty this, on the nose kayleen just made a face it because it flew right out oh boy two of cups oh that's pretty nice okay yeah, good for I us. I need to sugarcoat. Yeah, Two of Cups is all about uh, partnerships, love, uh, new relationships and beginnings. Um, and it's all about who we choose to align ourselves with and who um, best, who brings out the best in our energies. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's also a good opportunity, like whenever this card comes up, to like... it evaluate our important relationships in general and the balance there um seeing like what who's filling up your cup and who's uh who's leaving who's leaving you empty (laughs) who you're emptying Mm. yourself out for um Mm -hmm. very important uh yeah these these, this is a cute little queer couple with a sun and the moon it's big Peter Pan energy, I would say, with yeah, these two. Yeah, these are definitely, uh, yeah, there's some androgyny happening here. Um, um, I feel like whenever I get two of cups, for me, it's like, ooh, like a start of a relationship or something, uh-huh. like romantic. Yeah, I know sometimes sure. people are like, 
It could definitely. It could be a friendship. Oh my gosh! It could definitely Somebody be a meet cute. Definitely a meet cute. Yeah, yeah. Somebody texted me the other day. They're like, "I saw that you've got a partner," and I was like, "No, a documentary partner." Rip. Like, <laughs> all I have is a business partner. More work. We gotta find. We gotta find <laughs> other other names for that. <laughs> Too many words my mean... Colleague. Here's my hot take. Too many words mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Kayleen. All words are made up. <laughs> Great. Um... All right, so let's hop into this main dish. Let's start off by saying that uh, me and Kayleen planned this season's episodes of of podcast. Um, we planned nine episodes, and none of them were this topic. Nope. However, that's not to say Kayleen has been wanting to do this one for a while. Yeah. So sometimes we make a list of things, and I feel like this has been on the list for a, a bit. And I think I've been kind of nervous to touch it. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for you, no. but we just haven't been, done it. I've been hungry for it. I'm fascinated. <laughs> and, and so the on the call today, we're talking about I kind of is, went, yeah. Well, I went through some drama and on uh, the pre-call, I was like, Kayleen, let's switch. Like, can we do this? And she just looks at me and she goes, I knew you were going to say that. And you were excited <laughs> like, about would, it. You want to talk about things you're I excited know. about. You're feeling yeah. it in the moment. It just happened. Yeah. So what we're gonna talk going to talk about, through. listeners, is the new age to alt-right pipeline. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. Yep. yep. Um, Here we go. Yeah. Uh, which I think, personally, especially with the height and the, like... The, the heightened visibility of QAnon um, is kind of just like the elephant in the room that no one's talking about. Or maybe a lot of people are talking about it, we're just not in the right circles. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's very become very, very clear that um, the, like, crunchy New Age uh, spiritualist community has a very, very blurred line connection to evangelical Christianity, white supremacism, and um, the radical uh, conservative movement in America. Well, and here's the thing that I think the, so much of this is like a gray area because it's like, do new age people think that they're new age? Do I think that I'm new age? I think a lot of people would probably consider me new age. And do I think so? Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, you engage in but a lot of new thing. age practices. Yeah, but here's the thing that, like, I don't agree with, with, like, the new age sect of things is, like, we're living in 3D and we're about to be in, like, 5D and people would be left behind. I feel like that's really, like, rapture rhetoric. Okay, let's, all right. Background. I was raised fundamentalist Christian. Mm -hmm. um, I was raised Catholic. And it was really bizarre yeah. because my dad, like, grew up in a tribe and was, like, grew up deep pagan. Yeah. Deep, deep pagan. Like, they've given me stuff that, like, I think I've told you about the necklace. Like, my grandma. Yeah, that was, a, was, like, that was part of this the This is, like, protection. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's this kind of, like, this switch here. So, and it's, like, do you think... 
So you have like these new age people where it's like, where's the line? Where do they consider themselves? And then like, do alt-right people think that they're alt-right? Because I feel like a lot of people are like toying the line. But like, I think that's just like, it's hard to talk about because there's so much like gray matter. I don't think the alt-right. In it. I don't think the alt-right embraces the term alt-right. But a lot of things fall under that umbrella. That stuff like QAnon, mm-hmm. that stuff like neo-Nazis, that stuff like white supremacism, mm-hmm. and this, like, weird, crunchy culture where, like, hmm, you look at a person and, and maybe the content they're creating and what they're putting out in the world, and you're like, this could be a Buddhist or this could be a Mormon, and I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. Because like they're engaged, because I feel they're like engaging there's... in a lot of the same practices that the markers the things that like scream to us like that you assume are going to be like liberal or open minded or here's what it is though it all stems from a distrust of authority or a distrust of the man yeah that's where it all comes mm-hmm. from and it you get swept into this un- under this umbrella and you go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's, it's very interesting because it, it seems like, because even some of these, uh, it'll be, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. Um, because I think, you know, maybe it's like the climate change denial. Well, that's also like maybe this is like another conversation. Oh, but no, they want I feel the like sometimes it's like that. They want the world to end. Well, no, I think it was like, oh, it's a hoax. But I think it's gotten so bad. It's been like the end times spoke of this. And I think that's when, you know, we hit a like 10 years ago. They're like, oh, no, no, no. But now it's just like we're in the end times now, um, which is just a lot of the rhetoric I feel like gets same with like the 3d to 5d like shift that people are talking about they're like the people living in 5d are going to be able to exist however they want to and then everybody else is going to be struggling and it's cool. like sounds like genocide I, like <laughs> yeah yeah it's also sounds just like, like eugenics that sounds so so fuck, that sounds really fucking weird yeah it's always like that language is like always weirded me out and I feel like sometimes you can just really like sink into it yeah so I'm gonna tell the story of kind of like why this came up um so I've definitely talked about have I talked about my kundalini awakening on here sure who knows we've been on for seven seasons almost almost eight years at this point (laughs) (laughs) um so I went through like a series of intense events um, about two, like one and a half years ago. And I went through like a Kundalini awakening and I just like knew what it was. Like I had a dream about it. There was like all of these signs. Like I literally had a dream the night before that was like, you're going to go through a Kundalini awakening. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, let's go. And I did. And it, it was just like, it was very like unmistakable. So google what it is i honestly i've written a lot of my experience and my blogs about it um but basically it's just like this intense amount of energy and like before going through my kundalini awakening i stopped 
being vegan and like started eating meat and didn't eat like sugar and like carbs to like they say sometimes to do that that happens like intuitively to physically make space in your body because like this shit can like send you into psychosis Mm -hmm. um so that happened and I got a kundalini coach and it was just like I just found her on Instagram I don't even remember following her and she was doing like the six month program about kundalini and I was like oh shit like my intuition was like let's do it but this is also when I lived in Florida where I just feel like I did not have a good experience there it really put me through the ringer I was right on my Neptune line I was like I didn't I had did not have good discernment of reality so I worked with this woman for a while six or seven months I think and now she has pretty much renounced everything and is like openly speaking about how like she's a child of God and condemning sin and how like tarot cards are sin and I don't want to make it feel personal but it's also like because I learned a lot with this person right um she definitely really like opened up my channel and I feel definitely a lot more stable having somebody help me guide through this process but then to see the 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 switch flip and like a, a few months honestly maybe like two months it's just like night and day it's also i'm um, sure feels uncomfortable because like that's someone that you looked to as like uh an authority figure or a mentor like for guidance and then to see that she could be so vulnerable it's like what am i vulnerable to as well mm-hmm. uh, it's like damn i just get i just got got yeah like and i guess it happens and it's definitely um so like yes i feel like i'm in a much yeah i yeah? think this happens a lot i think this happens more than what people talk yeah. about so i think there's one thing well because i think we're I talking about a few my things yeah go um, when I called my friend, because he has, he's like, I don't, I don't even know what he's doing. He's lived in a monastery for a long time. He's really into, like, the study of divinity. And it's also just, like, somebody who's, like, committed their life to that yeah. practice and that work and does, like, these frequent fucking Vipassanas, but doesn't talk about it unless if you ask about it. Like, I knew this dude for, like, three years until he told me that he, like, lived in a monastery for a few years. Like, it just doesn't really come up. Anywho, I called him and I was like, if he's going to know what to say about this, like, it's going to be him. And he said that his friend just called him earlier that morning saying that she had a similar experience with a Kundalini coach. And I was like, well, all right, then. (laughs) Yeah. like you're like this morning this morning like today you've had two people call you saying this today okay yeah I think we're having I think we're when we talk about this it's a big topic and I think it's it's happening a lot and I think we're talking about a few different things so we're talking about the like the pipeline of like people who like enter into the culture with like crunchy behavior and find themselves vulnerable to like QAnon ideology and get sucked into this cult, this online cult. We're also talking about people who are deep into New Age spiritualism, who find themselves doing intense work and 
are vulnerable as a result of it and can't handle it and go right to the most familiar structure that they can find, which in our society is Christianity and patriarchal Christianity. And then I also think we're talking about our favorite topic, scams and con men, because it's not Mm -hmm. it's not coincidental that both of these people and a person I'm about to talk to were not just in it, but they were coaches who were making money off of it. And it's like when when Mm -hmm. one well is dry, what do you turn to next? So I wouldn't be surprised Mm. if perhaps she starts coming out with offerings in the next couple months mm-hmm. that have to do with this, with her, with her mm-hmm. newfound Christianity. Um, so mm-hmm. I want to talk about um, someone who I do not know personally, but who I is a figure I find fascinating um, in the tarot community, and her name is Doreen Virtue. And Doreen Virtue is a very prolific creator um, of multiple tarot decks. And as well as the creator of um, the angel cards, like one of the first people to put out an angel card oracle deck. Mm. So she's done a lot of oracle decks with fae and mermaids and very fantastical, um, tons of products, uh, and would coach and teach courses on how to read specifically the oracle decks and the angel decks, who in... Oh, that is a... That is a... Yeah. Um, good for good her. her. And then, however, um, in, I think it was like 2018, I could be wrong, caused absolute chaos. She was like a household name for most people who read tarot. Mm-hmm. Caused absolute chaos when she, out of the blue, completely denounced tarot fairies, mysticism, goddesses, everything. Did, like when did this happen? I think it was like 2018. Um mm. uh and so she said that she had a series of psychic visions um which she that 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 of of Jesus who told her that that she had to like give all this up which then she months later renounced because she said visions were satanic and that she w- wouldn't be claiming them anymore and she's removed all mention of them from her books and stuff like that of her of her visions um and hmm. uh yeah her visions were unbiblical and unviable is how she descri- describes them uh and hmm. uh she yeah she she refers to her angel cards now as dangerous demon cards um and instead has a website that's all about saying no to new age culture um and does she teach courses on it um she is sells she hustling books. it she sells books on it and, yeah. and i don't know if she teaches courses but she's a public she does public speaking and and um and has published a number of books. Her book is called, her most recent book is called Deceived No More, How Jesus Led Me Out of the New Age and Into His Word. Um, Mm. And she's still fucking selling all of her cards is the thing. She still makes money. Like she, and she's like, sorry, I can't, I don't have the licenses. Um, 
and so but but uh and yeah she, she's selling her she's demon selling cards? her demon cards making money off of them the faq says do you receive money from your old products and she said yes i receive a fraction of the money that i was paid prior to my conversion to christianity because she claims that her publisher fired her for being a christian the money goes to pay the enormous amount of back taxes owed from my prior income when i was a new age teacher I used to give refunds. So she didn't pay taxes. Oh, this is this is deep fraud energy. She said energy. We, ma- we gave refunds for the first two years following my conversion, and then we could no longer afford to give any more refunds. So I don't do that. So I do make money. Yes. Wow. Yeah. She now claims that she sounds know- like she probably yeah. just needed an accountant. Mm-hmm. And not the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, she claims that she no longer has visions and that the visions that she had received, including the one that made her give everything up, was false and um, unbiblical. That's how she describes it. So I have a little crackpot theory, Uh and I think we might have touched on this before. So basically, um, you know, whether you uh, believe in the Bible or the 5d or any of that shit um it's 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 feeling a little dystopian out here um i don't think you need to be religious or spiritualist to really just kind of catch that vibe um and i think people are fleeing for stability yeah. oh yeah i mean and it's scary out there. i think stability yeah and i think we can't even touch you know the occultists and the pagans and blah 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 we don't even touch anything close to what organized religion. Like, we don't have, you know, community weekly gatherings where we ask people to give us money every week and then not pay taxes. Like, the the um, the, the strength and the fortitude and, like, when you're vulnerable like that. And the community. Because I also like, feel like I... I went to... I went... Yeah. I've, there have been times in my life where I sought out the church because I just felt incredibly lonely and didn't know what to do with that feeling. Yeah. I, um, um, and I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't, I'm not even anti-church. I am anti, uh, calling other people's religious practices, blasphemy and bullshit. I, th- I, I think that's where it gets intolerant. I think that's where it gets scary. I think that's where you, uh, where, you know, genocide happens because people believe something different than what you believe and so yeah i i really like you know i feel like for example if this woman just like went to church and was like i'm not really into this anymore like i am following this now i would be fine but the second that she calls like things demonic or satanic or cursed and like all of this other stuff it's just like this is where it gets really fucking scary um and like this wasn't how you were talking before you know uh because i wouldn't have like worked with you um because it's just like tale as old as time right like we have to find that community however we need to find it and find that like safety um in the church I mean, yeah, my dad is like fundamentalist Christian and like I grew up in those churches and the people that are the most batshit Christians and the most really hardcore are the people that like born again. We're fucking had a past. Yeah, they had a past. Yeah. (laughs) The most intense ones are the ones who just like just 
way overcorrected yeah. from a di- from mm-hmm. uh, a, a very uh, unchristian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something about that fanaticism. It's I mean it's a cult. That's the, uh, that is the thing. It's like it's just a yeah. much more legitimate cult. Um, and mm-hmm. so people really go all in, and there's really no safety checks. Um, because as long as you keep giving money to the church, they're going to keep enabling you, whether it's healthy or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah, this and is... And I feel like it's such a straight person problem, too. Yeah. You know, because it's like, how many gay people does that have? Like, I, uh, yeah. they, they, the church has spoke so much shit on gay people, yeah. right? And so we're not at risk for that happening to us at the rate of like uh somebody who isn't queer right unless yeah so, you know unless the people the queer people who do get sucked into it it's doubly sad because it winds up being conversion therapy as well um uh mm-hmm. but yeah i i feel like so there was a when i worked when i was in an mlm it was very much like stealth evangelicals like i one of the reasons i i quit and denounced it and like don't don't didn't do it anymore the thing that really turned me off of it was in 2016 realizing just how many people who were in my organization were like um either completely like well we're not going to talk about politics or they were absolute right wing yeah. jobs and i was like oh i this is not a community of people i want to associate with at all um, but there was a woman mm-hmm. I think that I met in like 2014 or 2015 and I met her um, at like a retreat like she was a she was a member of our team and we really got along at this retreat and like we friended each other on Facebook and we were in communication and then a few months later um, it sounds like to me it sounds like she was practicing yoga and had a kundalini awakening and could not mm. mentally handle that fact and was not did not have any tools or framework to deal with it and like mm-hmm. went into psychosis and responded by becoming a super devout super austere super intense evangelical almost overnight mm Wow. I think people can't handle it. A lot of people can't handle it. We don't have the frameworks to deal with this for most people. Um, We don't have guides. We don't have aftercare. It's going to keep like people are, are, the energy is intense and Mm -hmm. our brains are breaking. (laughs) Like, and again, why why do people go to the church? It's community. mm -hmm. You go to connect with people. You go to Mm -hmm. have a community of people who have your back and will support you. Like that's the thing. It's like when mm-hmm. if you're in a if you're a member of a church and someone in in that church is in crisis, everybody gathers around that person, and so exactly that's what keep. And so if you don't have that, that becomes very attractive when you're vulnerable, and so it's very easy to mm-hmm. suck someone into it. And again, it goes back to just the thesis of this podcast, which is like the importance of community, so that we can protect each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's yeah, scary. yeah, and like hold each other accountable yeah. and be like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. You know, um, I'm definitely like that friend who will ask you that. Um, I'll keep you in check. Don't worry. And I right. think my friends know that too. And I expect my friends to also, you know, I mean, keep there were me some times when you were in Florida uh, where I was like, "God, I hope she's okay." I was like, 
I hope she's okay. She's gonna get out of this. I was like, is she? Is she? Yeah. Are we gonna have? Are we gonna have to do some Baker acting? I don't know. No, it never got that bad. But there were some times where I was like, she sounds. Wait, is that when you get twenty? That's when you get like seventy-two it? hours. When you get in, committed in for your for to, to no longer be a danger to yourself or others. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Like I don't I think was, you were. I mean, no, I don't I'm know. joking. I w- I'm very much joking. I, okay, uh, good. Uh, no, but on there the were record, times, she's joking. There were times where you expressed to me that you felt like your like relationship to reality was compromised. It, oh, yeah. In a way That's that like Florida. Yeah. I was still the most coherent person in my right. circle. That's the scary right. thing. Like, well, yeah. I mean, no. I I told Kayleen I'm not allowed to go by my Neptune line yeah, anymore. Yeah, you can't live on it's your Neptune like line anymore. It's just like too much. Yeah. So, got good riddance. Um, yeah, it's very like also like I think it's also like a part of when you have like a big spiritual awakening. Like, yeah, like reality does start to like fractalize in mm-hmm. front of you and I, I think like it's hard to explain if you've never experienced something like it's it also like, but yeah. it's also like people take years to come out to be stable after their kundalini awakening because yeah. I ended up on kundalini tiktok and people were talking like oh I lived with my parents for like five years after just because it was not you couldn't, you couldn't ground kind of like who yeah like and it's also kind of like, do you want to? Right. You know what I mean? I think it, it may be more of like that question because it's just yeah, like. Yeah, it makes you, it makes me wonder um, too. Like, I mean, that's the thing is like, how much control do we have over our own spiritual awakenings? And it's like, you have a spiritual awakening yeah. and that's, and you just funnel it into the, the closest, you know, the energetically closest framework you can put it through and what gets spit back out oh, right because it's just like do you have the resources to have a, a spiritual awakening because a lot of times it's not going to happen when you're like working 60 hours a week you have to like leave space i don't know if i've happen. ever had a spiritual um, awakening and, honestly maybe on space mountain yeah <laughs> oh my god i was actually talking to somebody about that yesterday yeah. um yeah i mean i'm too busy I think that's... I'm too busy for a spirit. Yeah. yeah. we got too much going on. There's... You'll probably get one, whether you like it or not. I'm sure. Um, I, I don't think any... I don't think anybody's going to get out of it. I think... I think uh, the <laughs> shit is getting a little bit too real too fast. Like, at the beginning of June... I don't know if you heard this. This really wasn't, like... They didn't announce this. But you know how they are saying that, like, we were supposed to hit 1.5 degrees Celsius warming in 2040? Uh-huh. We hit 1.69 June 8th. We're not, like, staying there, but, like, we hit it. So, the shit's getting real, you know? Like, we don't get to, like, whether we like it or not, our consciousness is going to have to expand. Our adaptability is going to have to expand. Um, Yeehaw, my friends. Don't be a fucking racist, you know? (laughs) Like, like, um... I don't know. I think a lot of things are just changing so rapidly. Like, even if I think about, like, what the world's going to be like in 2027, like, even that's hard to picture Um, because so many things can change because so many things have changed in the last three years. So, 
I don't know. You know, um, just remember that hats, almost everybody. every major conspiracy theory is rooted in anti-Semitism. <laughs> Before you get yourself swept up in. You know what, though, Kayleen? I feel like there's a lot of things that people say are conspiracy theories that just aren't. Right, and I'm saying... Like, they've, I'm, they've been, like, proven I'm facts, though. I'm saying the deepest ones. Like, there is that, that conspiracy theory chart has the anti-Semitic line of no return, where you cross over it. There's a, there's a, there's a, there are, there is, we've talked about this in an episode before, the like spectrum of conspiracy theories. Yeah, we had a conspiracy theory episode. Mm -hmm. Well, I also feel like a lot of shit, I think we should be, maybe I'm probably, I'm definitely more pro conspiracy theory than you are, because I think like that kind of being like, oh, this is all racist. Like, I think that can also make us vulnerable to like, getting one pulled over us you know what i mean like i think some really crazy shit is happening you know where i'm just like i don't i don't know like like the schumann thing like why the fuck did that happen like that's definitely conspiracy theory like i think ask questions be very adaptable every side always has an agenda yeah you know every side just be fucking just like Use your discernment. It's hard for, Use your intuition, honestly. It's hard honestly. for me to give much grace to the side that, you know, thinks that, like, all Jewish people are child eaters, you know, or... or. But like, here's the thing. People can have different ideas, you know? Like, you can... I don't know enough about things, and I'm not going to defend those people, but, like, some crazy fucking shit no, is going to start saying, happening. This is, the, like, like, this is the thing, is, like, they are... Pre- like, these theory, these movements prey upon the vulnerability of people and and give them a way to understand the ununderstandable that is happening all around us it's the same reason it's the same framework that caused us to come up with the theories like of succubi and ufo abductions and like it these things that we can track over time it is how we cope with unexplainable phenomenon happening to us but unfortunately, it means because of the way that humanity likes to structure itself, we other people in a way that is dangerous and harmful and we alienate and uh, like, unfortunately, sometimes yeah. cause genocide to happen because it is yeah. more comforting to lean into to, to point at another group of people and say, I can't explain it, but they're at fault. They're the reason it's happening. Yeah, I think I think the main takeaway from this episode is no war but class war. Right. Um, it's the same shit. Because I just Yeah, I just feel like the more shit gets divided. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like the more the more we're pitted It's such like a the slippery more working class people are pitted against each other, the less likely we're looking up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, so 265,000 people in the world own 33% of the wealth. That is smaller than New Orleans. That is like about a third of the size of Denver. Like, I, it's almost kind of like, yeah, no war, but class war. Like, I, what the fuck is going on? And honestly, I've just started saying that to people when like, 
I don't know if you've ever been like if you end up in situations when people say shit that are like uncalled for. I don't try to change their minds because like that's not how that works. I just say I don't agree, but no war, but class war. I just say that. I'm just like, I'm not this isn't worth my energy. But like if there's somebody we should fucking take out, it's not us wasting this energy on each other. We are literally like getting. Yeah. They're pulling the strings. That's the thing. It's like, is there Illuminati or are we just like, it's literally just happening in front of our faces. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that kind of sucks. Like, yeah, it's very like clear. The, the, we have, we're going through like an ecological collapse and we're all addicted to our cell phones that we did not have 10 years ago. Well, yeah, like, that's fucking sci-fi. I'm sorry. That's sci-fi. That like, if you would have said that, like, you that, know, that's why we all feel 50 crazy. years ago. That's sci-fi. That's why we yeah. all feel crazy. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Charlie Day in front of yeah. in front of the bulletin board. It's Pepe Silva. Yeah. Lit- <laughs> We're just like watching it happen in front of our eyes. And we're just like, all right, well, it's a runaway train. Never go back. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I don't really know what's happening. Um. I do not have a bro book review. Oh, okay. Um, Hot take. Sorry, guys. No, I uh, should. Read Doreen um, Virtues. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Here, Wait, how do you know about her? Because I'm... It, Just because she it was, like, rocked, known in the community? rocked the tarot community when it happened. It was all... Yeah. I, I had never really dealt with... I Her style's not my style. I had not really... I had never bought any of her books or decks or anything... But let me tell you, I was in some, like, tarot Facebook groups when all this happened in, like, 2017, 2018. And it was all-consuming. Because there were people who had given her so much money. who had And who had taken her mm-hmm. courses, who had bought all her decks, who really, like, looked to her as, like, um, as, like, a important figure of the community and, like, who's had mm-hmm. intense spiritual experiences with the works that she created... And then to find out that she had completely renounced everything that they had in common is, it was a lot. Yeah. People were grappling with it for a long time. Occasionally, sometimes people will still make posts about feeling conflicted about what they should do with their Doreen Virtue cards. And it's been like five years. They're just like, damn. Yeah. I feel like, okay, as somebody who I kind of feel like I got got, here's some advice yeah. if you have gotten got. Because here's the thing, like, I've gotten got, I'm sure I'll get got again. Right. Like, that's oh, just also part scams. of, like, being it's a business fine. owner. Yeah. That's, like, part of being a business yeah. owner, too, is, like, and also anybody trying to, like, personally develop yourself. Like, you're going to get got, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. Okay, I made a TikTok about this the other day, and it's, like, what you learned with that person, because I kind of feel like my my Kundalini coach, like, quantum leaped really like literally another timeline yeah she's in a different and, like, version that of has nothing now. to do with yeah. mm-hmm. she moves. and she's really powerful she can do that like so like it doesn't take away from what i learned about myself no. and all of these different channels and like it definitely like cleared the psychic channel and it sped up a lot of things so i mean i feel like if I had her cards and I liked using yeah. them, I would personally use yeah, them. Yeah, same. Um, unless you like, started getting like... I think it's also just kind of like my... Yeah, unless yeah, you started getting vibes. like an extreme ick every time, then why not? 
But yeah, I don't think there's anything like. Yeah. I think in this in the case in, of any point in which you get like, if you get you know quote unquote scammed or taken advantage of, like, you shouldn't punish yourself for being trusting in another person. Like that's not something that yeah. you ever that you did wrong. Like that's mm-hmm. you know yeah it you got what you got out of it and you won't do it without it with a person again probably so it was what it was yeah just take what you can and move on yeah 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 because it's also like putting your identity in somebody else's identity it's also not a great place to be either no. um yeah like so i wonder if how yeah. many people followed her over I, I really wonder if she interesting yeah. if they're interesting well, like you gotta I think have, like people who had like angel cards yeah. probably may have been somewhere in the margins there yeah, religious be like yeah you know, sure finding that appealing finding it you know having a siren mm-hmm. song or people who were casually christian and dabbling in new age who then got the shit scared out of them mm-hmm so yeah it works i mean uh, like a lot of the the fear mongering it it works a lot of times um and that's like one of the tactics i mean i'm not gonna say every church because that's the thing every it's all different there's different denominations different practices like i go to a very progressive queer church here you know um and it's like they get PhDs in fucking divination um, and they understand nuance, you know? Yeah, I mean, Versus one of the reasons like, I never really let myself get fully into a new church is because I was always worried that the other shoe was going to drop, that I was going to, like, really fall, like, really, like, fall, like these people were kind and nice and welcoming and I felt like community. And then all of a sudden I'd be deep in it and someone would say something homophobic and I'd be like fuck <laughs> like oh no <laughs> yeah um so that's why I- no my priest is gay it's all a bunch of gay dudes yeah. honestly not enough lesbians but i haven't gone since i've been back so i don't really know what it's like right but um, um but yeah that said um if anybody listening has any recommendations on any pieces like specifically podcasts maybe an article if it's really well written on this topic this like alt-right new age blurred line pipeline thing i would really love like a really meaty like multi-part podcast about this like something like serial or dear john or one of those i i think it's fascinating and oh i know and i well yeah that's yeah. like how i feel about like the alt-right there's so, i'm such like a fucking uh revolutionary like fucking overthrow the government kind of person so i'm just like oh my god we're so close right? just like stop being a bigot yeah. like like if you could just not you could be just racist not be a bigot. i could be really into what you're doing yeah like, i was like what if please, we told like, them you that stormed if- the capital for a fascist president oh my god what if we told them god. that if you like, go le- far left enough you get your guns back like i know Oh, I know. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, so that's that's a wrap. Solidarity um, with the what orcas, do I have going by on? the way. That's something oh, we could Jesus. have never I predicted. Just... No, no, 
Avatar predicted it. I just watched the newest Avatar okay. and like spoilers. Whales. The, the, the whales were always taught not to fight back and they started killing the whales so they could like mine their anti-aging fucking brain gland. And then the whales have had enough and then they start capsizing boats. Who knew? James Cameron. How did he know? I'm not at liberty to tell, <laughs> but I do know why he knows that. <laughs> Orcas. If you go, if you come to the, the retreat, I'll tell you why I know that, but I can't say it on air. Okay. But yeah, like I saw that and I was like, he knew. You just set me up for that, Kayleen. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a good fucking I wi- layup. I wish, and we, then I just I, wish, I wish our seasonal predictions had predicted the orcas because it's <laughs> one of my favorite pieces of current events coming out. Like. It's oh every God, article I see is delightful. Do predictions? No, because we Cause were, were just at we Disney. were deep in the Dis- in Disney. Maybe we can do that as an opener yeah. for for one of these episodes coming up. Yeah, I know. We already we already used our first season opener, so yeah, it's gonna we have to be tucked in we there someplace. New, we didn't predict uh, New York or Canada wildfires causing the entire eastern seaboard to have air quality. Uh, absolutely tank we really dropped the ball yeah. here um yeah sorry a, about yeah, that and then instead of um what's his face dying they threw him a hundredth birthday party oh henry yeah, kissinger they threw him a hundredth birthday party oh, with a red carpet God. to mock me oh no <laughs> just gonna outlive us, us all fuck all right so um stay Join our newsletter. We're going to be talking more about the retreat on the newsletter. Follow us on our social medias as well. Uh, entrepreneurs.podcast. Is that Entrepreneurs, right? Uh, podcast on Instagram or entrepreneurs.com. Yeah. And then um, I'm fundraising for a documentary um, about queer queer rights about a drag queen who was doxxed actually by the alt-right and lost their job as a teacher for 30 years um so fundraising that feel free to go to my link in bio at the fake.guru um if you would like to donate we are trying to raise twenty thousand dollars so if you want to be a part of making some history throw some cash in there and then Anything else, Kayleen? What do you have going uh, on? Fellow Candles Unincorporated. We're going to be announcing some uh, new candle batch in the next week or two. Um, and then Swamp Witch with four eyes for my general shenanigans. All right. All right. Thank you for listening and have, have a gay day. day.